With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another edition of All Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. Oh, we got a great show planned for you. We'll talk about the home run derby. Chicks dig the long ball, and so do we. Uh, we'll talk about uh, the Texas baseball players who were drafted and the ones who weren't drafted. Maybe who will be heading back to the 40 Acres. We'll discuss that. Dame Lillard's asking price. There's a report about how expensive the uh, trade scenario for Dame Lillard may become. We'll get into that. Also, we'll talk about uh, some uh, Texas football news, notes, and nuggets. Texas uh, will get into their Big 12 media days, which will be taking place tomorrow and uh, we'll get into uh, what the headlines could be coming out of Big 12 Media Days. The all Big 12 coaching staff, uh, 247 Sports Experiment, we'll get into that also as well and we'll dive into uh, the predictions about the Big 12 coming up a little bit later on in the top of the 4 o'clock. CDC actually spoke to Bobby Burton of Inside Texas. We'll have some of the highlights from that interview coming up a little bit later on too and Dak feeling the pressure and the urgency like we all are, a father time because he says he's got to win. He's old now. Don't forget about that. Dak is uh, the most tenured uh, QB in terms of uh, being on one particular team in the NFL right now. No team's been on their team longer than Dak Prescott's right now. So uh, he's got to make some things happen. We'll talk about why that is the case. All that and more before we do, let's introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second-round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first-round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but decided to forego the 40 acres and chase his dream in the cheese. Pimping ain't easy, but for this man, it's a breeze. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Hardball Harge, he knows every damn body. What's going on, brother? I do know every damn body, yeah, and it's starting to come to uh, to the forefront. Mm-hmm. We got some special guests coming on. Yesterday Another we one. had my boy Marcus Timms come on talking about Shohei Otani, talking about uh, Mike Trout and the Angels. Mm-hmm. Uh, today we're going to talk about my man uh, Wimby, Patrick's Wimby. guy Wimby, uh, for one of his former teammates, Tayshawn Thomas, who is from... 
the 254. Uh, <laughs> he played on that same team, so I'm excited to talk to him. He said he was going to be coming from the dentist, and I'm hoping he don't get too much laughing gas because, oh. as Patrick said, is he, does he sound French? And uh. I was like, I don't know. His mouth might be swollen up. I don't know what's going to happen. So he's gonna, I'm, I'm going to be texting back and forth with him. But let me talk nice. about my man that sits across from me every day. He hails from H-Town with the get down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud card-carrying member of DBU. Legendary lifetime and now college football Hall of Fame Longhorn Derek Johnson said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study, but he's not a fan of white condiments. But, of course, he is a fan of you. The listeners, he is my man and yours, Rod Babels. Yeah, man, uh, Harge is uh, emptying up that the contact list right oh, now, yeah. man, oh, digging yeah. deep uh, to get us some of the uh, the inside, behind-the-scenes info on some of the biggest sports stories right now in the country, yeah. in the world. Yeah, we just got perfect timing on got this Got Shohei and Mike Trout, and unfortunately the Angels are not, uh, they weren't trending as much as they were as a team, but Shohei is still right now probably yeah. the best at his, he's probably the best at, pro athlete at his craft right now than any, I mean, right now more than any other athlete Very in the country. True. Like, I don't know anybody else performing at at, at such a high level and he um, makes right it now effortless. in pro sports. From what it, we heard, it's effortless. It does seem that <laughs> way. Uh, and, of course, now Wimby, who uh, made his debut over the weekend in Summer League, and now Hard is going to get us someone who uh, knows Wimby very well. Yep, and his no skill doubt. set was in the same locker room with him. So, shout out to Harsh, man. I told, you, I told y'all he knows every damn body. <laughs> I told y'all that when Harsh first came out, I said, man, he knows every damn body. It is true. He's got a connection there. Well, we should do uh, Six Degrees of Harsh. Don't do that, yeah, because I'm a little nervous on you some of them. Well, how, how close I get to some of them. What do they? Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Hey, that's man. right. Harge is uh, pretty damn close. I'm working uh, on bacon uh, too. A man, <laughs> a man who also uh, knows a lot of damn people. He is a Renaissance man, one of the hardest working members of the ARN family. He's got a hustler spirit. Period. We don't know what he's paid. We're pretty damn sure this man is underpaid. It's Patrick Davis, y'all. What's going on, Patrick? I'm doing good. Hey, hey, who did everybody have picked last night in the home run derby? Uh, do you have flat? Oh, man, I have Vlad. Yeah, Vlad. I have Vlad. Well At first, Patrick was like, uh-oh, Vlad. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, Vlad. And then all of a sudden, he got vladdy Dottie, yeah. baby. Yeah, Vlad. Yeah. With Vlad Julio went crazy yeah, in the Julio beginning. Went crazy. I was a little nervous. <laughs> mm. uh, no, that was an entertaining home run derby, and we'll get into it uh, because uh, that's kind of the topic we're going to lead off with and talk the, talk about the home run derby and talk a little baseball. Uh, you can always be a part of the show. Specs text line is the best way to do it, 512-337-3776. You also can hit us up via Twitter. I'm in Rod Davis in the Twitterverse. I'm in Harge. Is that hardball hard? You need Twitterverse and Patrick Davis said it's Patrick Davis in the Twitterverse. All right, let's start, gentlemen, with the home run derby. Um, it, I mean, obviously the biggest storyline and probably the one you've seen the most is Vlad Junior. Vlad Vladimir Guerrero uh, Vlad, Vlad Vladimir Guerrero Junior. Uh, tough for me to say. Mm-hmm. Um, he claimed his first home run derby title. Uh, he also uh, he, he was the son of Vlad Guerrero, who also won it in two thousand seven. Um, so I believe is they're the they're the first father son duo yes. to win the home run derby yes. title. So that is probably the biggest storyline coming out of it. But it was very entertaining in a lot of different ways. Hard, you had eight players that combined for 341 home runs. Yeah, it's unbelievable. uh, They were prolific. And it was uh, the eight contestants averaged 24, a little over 24 home runs per round. That's the highest figure in the new home run derby format and a, I believe you go look at it, uh, they were also setting some records because the um, home run record basically for a round uh, was also set too. Yeah. Um, because then they, they, I mean, they, it was a lot of different things, but I believe it was uh, Julio Rodriguez. Yes, for, from 41, the Mariners. Yeah. 41 home runs. Yep. In one round, and that was a home run derby single record. So you had that as well. And, yeah, I mean, it, and you, you actually picked Adley uh, Rushman. Rushman, yeah. To win. He might have had one of the probably the highlights of the home run derby <clears throat> when he decided to switch hit on him. Yeah. The bigger, part of it is, of the, the bigger part of it is not only were all those home runs being hit, that young man had his dad um, throwing to him. And he's from the great Northwest, so he was he was just having so much fun being there. Julio you, Rodriguez? No. Well, Julio especially, but okay. uh, Ash, uh, what's his last oh, name? Oh, Rushman. Rushman, yeah. Okay. By the way, you know Rushman played football at Oregon State, too. He tackled uh, Christian McCaffrey one time on a kickoff return. 
He was a football player. But he played safety or something? He was a special or tight end. Tight end. Tight end. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Very. Okay. Very. Nice. So it's been athletes. It's been yeah, definitely an athlete, (laughs) which is good. Yeah, like I said, he switched hit on him. Yeah. Went lefty for his uh, first three minutes and then switched to the right side. Yeah, he had some extra time, and then he went seven of eight on the swings that he had to hit home runs. That's yeah, he's, nice. he's, that, he's that kind of baller. Yeah, that's He's kind of that. But the thing that made me mad was Luis uh, Robert Jr., uh, he had to go against him in the first round. If he didn't win against anybody else— he might have been able to advance. Well, besides Julio, he might have been able to advance. So it was like, golly, I, I really wanted him to advance because he was hitting them balls out of the park with ease. Yeah. No, with you're right ease. about that. Yeah. Another. Four, so you guys uh, like the new format? I do. Yeah. It, I mean, that was not the new format, but the format as exists. The newest, I should say, format. My boy Mookie didn't do too well, though. I picked Mookie, so I was way off on that one. He was no. out quick. Hey, that, that was one. Mm, I early could t- exit. Hey, when this guy says, I'm not going to do well in it, you should probably <laughs> listen to him. Everyone's like, no, you're going to be good. He's like, dude, I don't do this. Right. And then it was funny. They go, pull the ball. He goes, I don't know how. Exactly. <laughs> this is not how I go to the plate. That's right. Yeah, no, you're right. Because everybody has more confidence in yeah, that dude, his swing than he does, or his power than he does. That dude yeah. went home and told his wife. He goes, "Hey, you know what? Let, well, let's leave baseball decisions to me from here on out." You damn right. <laughs> no, I agree. With Appreciate that. you making me look like a fool out there, but uh, but for, uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. That's a good pick by uh, Patrick because you go look at it. His remember he had his showcase performance his rookie year mm-hmm. in 2019 where he had 91 home runs in the home run derby. He actually lost, though. I was going to say, and he didn't win. And he didn't win. He yeah. lost to Pete Alonso yeah. uh, because kind of the formatting. He hit 91 total, though. And he only hit 72 total in yep. this one. Yeah. Ended Sometimes, up winning. And he only has 13 home runs for the season already. Yeah. So, you know, he's not been that big number that prolific, guy. yeah. He's not been that big number. But Randy Rosarina was another guy that I was impressed with him, him being able to hit that many home runs. Yeah. But with Vladimir Guerrero and Vlad Sr., um, I actually got a chance to play with Vlad Sr. Of course you When did. we were coming through the minor leagues. No and about it. and it, it, it's impressive because Vlad, Vlad was never a guy that was disciplined at the plate. He would hit any pitch that you threw up there. He hit balls that bounce sometimes. <laughs> and that's how, you know, he was a you can free like fake swing. swing at yeah, him. Yeah. He's like your dog playing fed. You're, You're like looking around, where is it at? He's like, I'm <laughs> swinging at this thing no matter what. So for him to be able to go and watch his son win the home run derby, something that's very important to him. The, uh, during his post uh, home run derby interview, Vlad said, a couple years ago, they wanted me to do it again, and I said I didn't want to do it. I wanted to concentrate on the season so I can try to win MVP, and I won MVP. There so this go. year, my daughter said, Dad, you need to go and do it. So there he goes. He went out and did it, and now he is a home run champion too. Damn, must be nice. Yeah. Predictions. I mean, just be able to be that. What you say, Stradamus. Ta- yeah, be that talented. <laughs> be like, uh, all right, you want me to do that? I'll do it. Yeah, you I'm going to do that. I want me to win the home run derby. I can do that. Yeah. Uh, no, no question about it. It, it. it was really impressive. Is this one of – how impressive is this home run derby compared to others? Are we talking about one of the greatest home run derbies on record just because of how prolific it was? I mean, it, it, you did have the most average home runs per round yeah. in the new derby format. I do want to see this, and, and, and I know that you were talking about do we like the format. I do like the format. I just wish that these guys had more than one timeout because mm. those are a lot of swings. And I know everybody – I mean, we were just talking about 41 in a round, but that dude was just launching and going, launching and going, mm. launching and going. He couldn't even enjoy it. The fans are over there screaming at each other like, yeah, I got a ball, and here comes another one. Yeah, Like you're really not even being able to pay attention – and I know a lot of texters have been hitting us up about the kid that got smoked in the outfield. <laughs> I think that's true. You can't have guys that are out there hitting the ball over 100 and something miles yeah, per hour, they can't, yeah. and you're having young kids it, out there it, trying to yeah. shag. That's a good point. That's dangerous, that man. Dangerous, it's man. not <laughs> – these dudes are Trust. stronger, and they're, everybody's always talking about exit velo. They need to get back out of there, man. They need to make sure that they have either adults out there or you're just having – uh, nobody out there to shag and just mm-hmm. going driving by and picking up the balls like at the driving range. That's a good point. Because those kids are getting – that kid got smoked 
Well, that's, you can send the kids out to go pick up the balls after. Yeah, exactly. Go so stand they can outside. outside. Yeah, yeah. If, they, if they slow it down, kind of too, like Hart said, they should slow it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, get, get them prepared for something else because yeah. everybody's looking for a ball, and next thing you know, here comes another rocket at you, and they're hitting an exit velo of 114. You know, these kids can't get in front of that. Even in the outfield, hey, it's man, tough that's, for them to go. Sometimes the kids got to pay to show you if the game's hard. <laughs> hey, that's why. <laughs> that's in front of it. Hey, they just want to be like, oh, you think out playing outfield's easy? Yeah. Kid, go try. No, I agree with, I, I agree with Patrick. I stopped playing baseball because, hey, man, got I, got popped, a, right? I got a couple of them that I didn't like coming at me. And then, and then line right. drives coming at your boy's head, quick, fast. I'm like, I didn't have enough time to react to that. Yeah. Like, you got to catch that. I'm like, no, I'm trying to dodge that. Yep. <laughs> so maybe this ain't my sports. This, this may not be. <laughs> may not be my sport. I stick to survival. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I want a pad zone when something's coming <laughs> at me. Protect myself. Protect me. You know? yeah. I, I feel better about that. So, I love it. Uh, okay, let me ask you this about the home run derby because they got the new format. We have technology now too. Um, does does distance mean anything in the home run derby? You don't, you're not well in this one it did because you got extra time or something. They like reward that. you for the extra they reward, time. Yeah, for you have yeah. to have certain amount of balls over four hundred and thirty. It was four forty. Yeah, it was, yeah, if yeah, you got 40. two balls over four forty, you got another thirty seconds. Yeah, which is cool. But again, it was so fast that it was like three, three or four batting after you. Afterwards, they'd be like, "Oh, that one four bats four bats yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah, that was four fifty. Yeah. yeah. So you okay. can't really watch a replay of it and go like, "Oh man, that's a beautiful long okay. shot." Because they're already looking on to the next thing. So yeah, because you see these guys at the plate right now, they're just like swoon. That swoon, goes to the hardest swoon. point. They maybe need to. I don't know how you do that. I don't know if you slow it down on certain ones where it goes really far. And you go whoa, 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 stop it. Now, I don't know how you do that. Yeah. Yeah. By then they already like you said they threw they they're ready for the next pitch. Yeah. They're, they're, by the and time it's too much. By the time it lands and you can measure it, they're like, oh, he's already hit another one. Yeah. They got. I don't know how you do that. Yeah, I don't no, either. because the, the way they did it before wasn't as entertaining when it was, all right, here's a pitch, and you got to. Yeah, that's too slow. Yeah, it's too slow. So yeah. I don't know. I, what's, you the, know what's the happy medium? Yeah, the happy medium of it. Mm. You may need a more screening picture in picture. Yeah, well, that's what they were trying they to do some last, of that. Night, last night. They too. did some of that too. Yeah, but the yeah. other part of it is when you look at a guy like, let's say, you remember um, Juan Soto. Okay. He's the guy that hits the ball for. Yeah. Remember when Josh Hamilton did it? He was hitting balls that almost went out of Yankee Stadium. Like, if we wouldn't have been able to enjoy that and look at it. When Ken Griffey Jr. hit that ball off of the warehouse that they were talking about, mm-hmm. they, are, they made an announcement that he hit it. Oh, he's the first person to ever hit the warehouse. And he starts smiling. And he enjoyed it. And people got to really say, yeah. oh, my God. Enjoy the wild moment. Yeah. Be wild. Be wild. Be wild. Yeah. 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 It, it's just point. a different thing of like, and I think maybe what you could do is have different rounds of different formats. So have a round That's that about is the, the, the three minutes ball. and then yeah. have a round yeah. that is ten, 10 outs. Yeah. And like have the different rounds. So they go, hey, man, we get that the 10 out thing doesn't work for the whole thing, but, you know, we'll have a speed round and then we have the 10 out rounds. So you can yeah. really go for distance. It just maybe change it up that way yeah, so that's we fair. can enjoy both things. Like yeah, if you're getting ready point. to go like to that. the finals, if you advance to the finals, you get the 10 outs. Yeah. Because you're the, you've earned that. You went through all the things that you needed to get to to get to that point. Now that you get to the championship, let's let this really happen where guys aren't just over there <sighs> yeah, killing yeah. themselves and, after and every and swing. And the other thing, too, is if you do 10 outs, you can go five outs, and then the other guy gets five outs, and yeah. you go back. And give a little bit more parity than basically every time. It's like, and this one was good because it did come up that a Rosarena was right there. Yeah. So it was like he's swinging for the end. But at the same part, you're like, well, it kind of sucked in some of those when the guy puts up, you know, four, like 20, he puts up 17. Then you're like, all right, well, he's 18. He moves on. We have a minute left in there and he's done. And, Mm. or someone hits 35 and you're like, well, this is going to be a fun watching a guy struggle for a while. (laughs) Yeah. That was like Mookie Betts. You're like, he knew basically. A minute in, he's done. Yeah, he was like, I'm done with this. And he's like, cut taking time out. He's like, no, I just, I, can I not take my bonus time either? Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> he don't want the, uh, I ain't winning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's it. No, I, I, I like the idea of trying to, yeah, like, like Patrick says, kind of give everybody more uh, variety, mm-hmm. I guess, with the home run derby. Maybe that's an idea. What's, but what's more impressive, the know, voluminous amount of home runs or a, just a, a shot? That is the longest one you've ever seen, or one of the longest you've ever seen in your life. What's tougher to do? I, I would What's think. More the, impressive? I would think the distance. The distance, the distance is distance. always more impressive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, my man goes out there and hits what you said, ninety-one in, in Vlad a total. Hit ninety-one total in nineteen, twenty nineteen, and didn't win. 
Yeah, Ken Griffey Jr. hit that warehouse. He didn't win. Yeah. You know I what mean, I'm saying? Those moments, you'd be like, hmm. wait, he didn't win? They were 10 cut moments. Yeah. They, they, when they it? stood out, they were all time great they, moments, but they didn't they win. They didn't win. win. Yeah. Vlad Guerrero Sr. won with 17 home runs in the whole tournament. <laughs> right. Right. So, so it goes, it's, it's changed for the better because you're like, well, that's silly that 17 that home runs is won it. Silly. Yeah. But I also. You're like, mm. I think they could add in and change it up. And, and also, like, they're just getting tired by the end. That is true, too. And you're like, guys, no one no one wants a home run derby to come into stamina. I don't know if that's a, a feat that we really wanted to be like, hey, let's get the smaller guys in here. That yeah, can, it's about power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's about power. Yeah, you're right about that. That's a good point. It's, it's like heavyweight boxing. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, listen, yeah. I'm not uh, you know, disrespecting the other types of boxing, the lower weight classes, but there's a reason the heavyweights produce the biggest uh, cards and the biggest right. revenue uh, because they are the ones that provide the most power punches. Well, we yeah. talked about it yesterday. It's for casual fans. For mm. casual fans, the big, the big guns is what's going to sell the game, not, hey, man, check out this guy. He can <laughs> yeah. keep all swinging. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is Check that part of the game? Guy. No, no, it's not really. But <laughs> oh, I love it. That's what you're the G League uh, guy. Well, a G League guy won the dunk contest, right? Yeah. That's what's wrong with the dunk contest. Yeah, is that no, no, not that you don't have great athletes performing at a really high level. That is not the problem of the dunk contest. Is that you don't have celebrity athletes performing at a really high level. Yeah. You have great athletes. Oh, no, how fantastic. But you need celebrities. And yeah. actually, the Home Run Contest has better celebrity power than that, too. But it's also about the power. It is definitely yeah. about you gotta have the power. Both. You, you can't have, have a Red Raider in there doing that. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Uh, I don't know if you, have a, you had a G League player and, hey, white guys can't jump. There Boom. you go. Hey, Boom. Doubled up on them. White guys I, I mean, can a, jump, a, a white guy won it back when, uh, when it was in San Antonio. Brent Barry won it when it was in San Antonio. Barry, that's right. See? Jump from the free throw line. See, Jack Harlow, they had the, <laughs> they had the remake of White Man Can't Jump, came out this year. Uh, and you know, like I said, good. it wasn't terrible. <laughs> you know my, what? I'm going to watch that this weekend. That's my recommendation. I'm, I'm going to watch it this not weekend. Not terrible. I'm going to watch it this I'm weekend. I'm telling you, I expected to have to turn it off. I yep. didn't. My wife walked out on it, but I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Hey, she, we and her don't have the same taste. That's okay. I like it. Uh, okay, well, uh, okay, you want to get to some Texas baseball? Okay, what yep. got, so, so did we end with just Dylan Campbell and Lucas Gordon? No, we had some other guys get drafted today. Okay. So, there's so let's some, get into that a little yeah. bit. You want to get into well, that? Now not, you wait. Not, yeah, we, let's wait. You want to wait? wait? Okay, let's you want to get into it? Yeah. We'll do it, we'll do it uh, next segment or we'll do it later on then. And we'll do the guys yep. who also drafted Lucas Gordon. Dylan Campbell went off the board yesterday. Yep, those were the ones that were last. Travis Staley got drafted today. Okay. So there may be some more guys because today is the day that today it is ends. Today is the They last go through day. 40. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 40. 40. That's a lot. That's a long time to wait. Bro, but there used to be Mike Piazza was drafted in the 62nd round. I know. That's a lot. And I, as a favor. As <laughs> yeah. a favor. I mean, like, are scouts just guessing names? They definitely that That's board. how he got no, they drafted? got a lot of people they, on their boards because they've all scouted them. They've like, all been somewhere. They're in the 62nd round, and someone's like, hey, man, you want to order some pizza? And they're like, Mike Piazza's the pick. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> how yeah. big are these scouting departments where they're scouting this many they got prospects? The, and they got the database, too. You got a what? lot of guys in the database. Because a lot of guys, when you get to that number – a lot of them are going to go and play uh, college baseball or Man. go get a real job and all this and other it, stuff. Yeah, and this is shrink after shrinking the draft. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like you're drafted yeah. in fantasy football and you have to look up pictures. You're like, who is this guy? And I don't <laughs> mean a 40, rookie? It's not Seven 40 years rounds. Of league. It's not 40 rounds. It's 20 rounds. Sorry, 20 guys. Rounds. 20, 20 okay. rounds. Yeah. Still. As soon as still I said it, I was like, wait a minute. That's too many rounds. Yeah. yeah. How, well, how many was it when you were being drafted? No, it was unlimited then. I mean, like, it was almost like Piazza. Unlimited. I mean, like, it was, until well, somebody said, we ain't got no more paper. So, so I know <laughs> that. We don't have no more no, paper. And I know in, the, in MLB, there are teams that just basically <laughs> stop drafting. Yeah. And so it'll be like the picks in each round will get less and less picks. Because teams will just be like, "Cool, we're done." Wow! And so you have, yeah. you know, you take thirteen picks and you just opt out after that. And so then there's twenty nine. Just concede the draft picks. Like, yeah, because you're done. Because you're, right, I'm not right, paying right. any more of these people. <laughs> That's I amazing. Pass. I pass. Yeah. I wow. Pass. That's like when somebody's passing the the, the joint to the left hand side. You go, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. good. I don't need that anymore. I don't really I got, like it. I got, I got too much. Yeah. I mean, trust me. I've had my. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's amazing. They just oh, passed on draft picks? Yeah, and they just said Gary Gamet and Zane Morehouse got drafted too. All right, so we'll do the research yep, and yep. find out the guys got, got drafted and give you uh, the, the 411 on the actual details of the Longhorns who were drafted. Talk about the ones who 
Could be leaving, could be coming back. We'll get into that conversation. That's the interesting part right there, the ones that could be leaving and could be coming back. Just like these guys, like Morehouse and Garrett Gilmette Mm -hmm. got drafted, but is the money in the slot? Enough for them to want to go, the or is it more? Slide. There it is. Hey, is it? If that it's could there, mean a lot of things. It sure can. <laughs> Make sure money you put, in the slot. Put the biscuit in the basket. <laughs> put the biscuit in Young the basket. Young man, the money in the slot. Don't you, you know? Well, <laughs> <laughs> <For> sure. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Uh, okay, we'll talk about the money in the slot and what that could mean, and whether that uh, is enticing. If the money in the slot is enticing enough. Uh-huh. To, bring, to bring the boys back. Let's hope not. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> you know, milkshake bring. Okay, you know yeah. what? No, we got to go in there. Damn uh, right. <laughs> Better we'll than talk, yours. We'll talk Texas <laughs> baseball a little bit. But also Dame Lillard, the asking price. Apparently there's a report out there about the Dame Lillard asking price. And uh, the GM for the Portland Trailblazers uh, apparently has drawn the line in the sand. We'll discuss that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie. Wonderful. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Round, round, get around, I get around, yeah, get around, round, round, I get around, I get around. Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a top of the charts Tuesday. That's when Patrick the Idillionaire, he takes jams that reach the top of the Billboard charts on this day in history. Top of the Billboard charts. I got to tell you, I'm used to this one. I know what this one is. Yeah. That's a long time ago, though. Should I guess the year? Early yeah, 60s? I believe it's earlier than that. Oh, is it really earlier than that? Yeah, you talking about, like, you talking about... Yeah, I don't know then if it's earlier than that. Obviously, it's Isn't way this the Beach time. Boys? Yes. That's why I was thinking 60s, but it could be like their – is it their first hit then if it's before that? I mean, it's got to be like 1961 or I thought I said early 60s, but yeah. said, way out of my right. – way – It may know. be 60s. Yeah. It okay. may be 60s. No, no, no. You guys know better than me. I'm just no, throwing it out there. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Patrick's a bit of a music snob. <laughs> yes, he is. And you're, you know – I'll yeah. say you get more of these musically themed days than I do. Usually, for when sure. We have to do the you. midweek movie music or a new theme Thursday. So I'll give you credit in that. Usually, I'm terrible at those things anyway. <laughs> um, you can be a part of the show. Spec sex line 512-337-3776. Uh, all right, we get, we're going to get to some um, NBA here, but before we get, we do that, I want to give some props to. Uh, well, courtesy of my man Harge here because he's got the updates. Uh, some of the Longhorn baseball players who were actually drafted, the update. Now, yesterday uh, we talked about Dylan Campbell and Lucas Gordon who were drafted mm-hmm. yesterday. Uh, but now we have some updates. Some other guys actually were drafted today because this is the second half of the MLB draft. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Travis Staley went in the 12th round, 349th. I mean, excuse me, 45th pick to yeah. the Washington Nationals. The Nationals are are doing some really, really good things right now. They're drafting some high-end players as we normally look at this. By the way, they said 1964. 64, yes. 1964. Yeah, there you go. Early 60s. You got it, you got it. Yeah. Nice. And then in the 14th round, uh, Zane Morehouse, they call him Nightmare on the mound. He just got picked up, and uh, he went to the Guardians. And, of course, as soon as you and I start talking about this, and somebody else gets drafted, and then my whole thing gets switched. Oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, immediately. No. So I'm still looking to, to make sure I got the right names because okay. I have them all lined up. All right. uh, the names that are not drafted yet, and Texas fans are really looking at this, is Tanner Witt and LeBaron Johnson. Why is that? I think Tanner, for me personally, we're not done I think yet, that right? yeah, we're not what, done. What and round? he may get his name called. Okay. But I think a lot of it had to be with Tanner coming back and not showing – that high leverage velocity that he once did, mm-hmm. 
And that's that. There's a lot of reasons why that might have happened. Yeah, you know, he's still working on some things. He's still trying to clean up his mechanics. And if they wanted to go back and look at what he did last year before the injury, then yeah, you would look at Tanner and be like, yeah, this guy's got it. But they're also trying to find out is he progressing the right way? Because if they're about to invest this money into him, they want to make sure that he's going to be around. Some guys on the front end of it maybe looking at it a lot different. But for Mm -hmm. me, I believe that the reason why he's not there is because some of the things that they were expecting to see from him, they didn't see it right away. And you know it's going to take a minute, but there might be some things that they were looking at that needed to be cleaned up that he may need that extra time Mm -hmm. to get himself back to where he wants to be. Um, Another player that was drafted, we talked about this during the break, Garrett Gilmet. Ghost Rose. Garrett Gilmet to the Astros. Hey. I know Rob was real excited about steal, that baby. right there. That's a steal. We'll take yeah, it. Yeah, you're going to get him because that dude plays hard. Mm-hmm. I told you that at the very beginning. I was like, you know, I didn't know how I was going to feel about him, but my man, be, he brings it. We'll take he brings it every bargain, single baby. time. Bargain basement. So he, he's mm-hmm. a fourth year junior, so he technically could come back. Zane Morehouse oh. could technically come back. Okay. So there's a lot of of players that may have been drafted that have gone now, that's a little the NIL bit later. Game we're yeah, playing that's now. the NIL now, this game. This will be the NIL game for guys like that. One hundred. Not necessarily for guys like. Well, I guess Dylan Campbell still has a decision to make, but drafted so much higher. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he may decide. Hey, I'm I'm basically on the cusp of accomplishing my dreams. I'm yep. right here. Let me just go pro and pursue it. And he got a nice payday. By yeah, the way, he's going to well. get a nice payday. The slot he was in. I think yep. he was like, what, 400 G's somewhere mm-hmm. around there? Uh, a little bit over that. So he may have a different uh, decision. 473. To make. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's nice, a half a million. That's a nice almost. little cushion yeah, while yeah. you can focus and pursue your dreams. You don't have to worry about, you know, hey, what can I pay the bills and that kind of stuff. So um, Dylan Campbell in a different situation. But yeah, Tanner Witt and LeBaron Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, those, so guys, those are two that's guys big that coming are back. real big. And that's think big about coming this. back, man, having both of those guys. I don't know how they weren't drafted, but and yet, right. by the way, because it's not over. It's not over. Yeah. And, and I agree. Yeah, it, text it. Rob's point, which is true. They may tell teams, if you if you have a pick and it's over round 10, don't pick me. I ain't going. There's a lot of guys that have already done okay. that, too. So there's, there's, a, a there's guys that will tell you every year. They go, hey, man, don't even worry about it. Don't pick me. I'm not signing, so don't waste a pick. I'll get you. That's yeah. just, okay. It, and so that it's a, the hardball way of basically like, if you want to pick me, this is your last round to do it. Yeah. And here's the other part. I like that. Uh, That's a good point. Well, as we were talking, Tanner hey. Wynn just got drafted. Oh, there you okay. go. <laughs> 18th round, uh, pick number 541. He was drafted by the Baltimore Orioles. Well, damn, man. Let's yep. talk about LeBaron Johnson a lot then. <laughs> yeah. uh, LeBaron Let's Johnson is damn good. Uh, That's right. <laughs> hey, remember that game where he threw all the bitches? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. He Baldo, showed you that he could go out there and battle. <laughs> Although I got some pool here. Yep. I don't know what's going on. Uh, so, yeah, congrats. to so who, who, who drafted him? He got Say drafted by the Baltimore Orioles. Baltimore Orioles. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but still now, decision to make. No doubt. Yeah, because no of doubt. how late he was drafted. I wonder how much uh, guaranteed cash he's getting in that in that slot as well. Mm-hmm. All right, so there you go. We'll keep you abreast of any of the other uh, players who end up getting drafted for Texas. But congrats to all the guys, man. Whether you end up coming back to school or not, it's a hell of an accomplishment to be drafted. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> and one of the guys, Travis Sequoia from Round Rock Kid that was drafted in the third round, he w- was committed to the University of Texas. Obviously, that's going to be the biggest Question mark, what is the slot for him? His slot is over a million dollars. So is that the oh. the range in which he wanted to be in? Because there, there was rumblings that he might go in the first round. So he ended up going in the third round. And some of that might be how much money is mm. left over from <clears throat> their previous draft picks as well. Dylan Cruz being the number one player in the draft for the Washington Nationals. And then you're also looking at Yo- Yo-Yo. Um, yo, yo. Morales, who was playing third base for Miami when Texas was playing against them, he also is going to probably ask for a lot of money as well. Wow. I mean, that's – so you say third round is where he was guaranteed mm-hmm. that million-dollar slot? Well, that's where his slot is, <sighs> his value right now. Yeah, baseball money is good money. I like I that. told you before, man, I was second round, and it was not even close to this. <laughs> <laughs> inflation, inflation. And the things have changed, my brother, <laughs> for sure. No doubt. All right, thank you for the update there. Let's get to some uh, NBA nuggets here, gentlemen. I saw this uh, via NBC Sports. 
According to uh, the Blaze, according to NBA sources, I should say, this is, comes from the Oregonian. So everybody's getting in on the Dane Lillard mm-hmm. uh, trade sweepstakes. Everybody's reporting on this. comes from Aaron Fentress of the Oregonian. He's saying the Blazers, according to NBA sources, are seeking in the neighborhood of four first-round picks and two quality players for Dame Lillard. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, of course, as we've talked about, you definitely going to need a third team if he is saying, as you know, Patrick updated this last week, that he is saying, I'm not going to play or sign with any team that trades for me uh, unless that team is the Miami Heat. Then the Miami Heat got to find some way to acquire four first-round picks and two quality players that wouldn't give away for Dame Lillard. Yes, which they have currently zero quality players that the Blazers want. <laughs> right. Because Tyler Hero could be considered a quality player, but all reports are the Blazers don't want Tyler Hero. So if you take him off the board, that means they have zero quality players, and I think three firsts that they can really give up. Uh, you may be able to stretch it to four if you include the 2024 first-rounder and then the 20, like, and 2030 or something like that. But the problem with the 2024 pick is that's a – a crappy pick mm. and you know it now a 2030 pick they may be retired jimmy butler's retired mm-hmm. you know where bam out of bio is so Rebuilding. a 2030 pick could be yeah. a really good pick uh it also depends on those picks how protected are they because a top 15 protected pick is not a very good pick a top three protected pick can be pretty good unprotected great so uh, all of those like there's a bunch of other nuances in there and so if you say, hey, we're giving you three good unprotected picks, then those other two players can go down in value. You may not have to include those as much. But if you're going to say, hey, we're going to give you two good players, all right, these are top 15 protected picks, and we'll give them to you, and we'll find a guy. We'll find another team to give us a, another top 15 protected pick. And the picks won't be as good, but now the players are. But you're not going to get four unprotected first-round picks. And two and high two, quality. two future, like possible yeah. future All-Stars, and that's – and really, there's not a ton of those guys in the league that are really on the edge of haven't been paid yet, have a year or two left on that contract, have all the potential, and the team's willing to give up. Right. So it's like I still for me, the, the team that has the best offer out there is the Utah uh, because they can put Colin Sexton in a deal. They can put another hey, one of the rid of Sexton again. If they got Dame Lillard, when's he playing? Yeah, that's true. Uh so I mean I think there and you go get you make you add another get one of your young players in there, and then you st- and you have plenty of picks. So the picks are not a problem for you. That's the only one that has the ability to actually make that trade. Anyone else? Brooklyn's close, but then they have to give up another piece that they don't necessarily want to give up. Could Boston do something? Mm. I mean Boston. That's when you get into the conversation that you because they don't want Malcolm Brogdon. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, so if you say you're going to take him, didn't he have an injury too? That's why he didn't play a lot. He didn't. He won six man of the year. Uh, yeah. But I don't think that's a guy with his contract that when you're basically when the when the Celtics are saying they're moving on from him. Yeah. It's you may not want to pick him. And so if you put Brogdon, in, you have to put another good young player, which I don't know if they have. So you have to take that one player and make a Jalen Brown. Yeah. And I don't know if they want to make a Jalen Brown trade. Be Jalen Brown. And then yeah. give a pick. So. I, I don't see Boston doing it. I also believe I've I don't remember. I can't find the source of it, but I know that I've at one point we read that Dame Lillard did not want to go to Boston under any circumstances. Yes, right. uh, yeah, no, 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 no. I did see yeah. that. No, it was a yeah. video. It was yeah. a video of him. He was doing like an I don't know some Instagram live or whatever it was, and then a fan brought it up, and he was like, "No, I'm not going to Boston." Yeah. So that yeah. was something, it was, and yeah. it was a while ago, so it's it not part of this. Ago, but still, but that, if you say I only want to go to Miami and I don't want to go to Boston. Very I different don't. places. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just, yeah I agree. Yeah. So that may not be a place that, if I'm Boston, I'm necessarily fully on the let's trade for Dame bandwagon. Yeah, because he may not be willing to uh, play ball. Well, no, Literally. and you're like, Literally. we have to give Literally. up a ton ball. and then try and make it sweet for him, too. It's just not. Well, and uh, it also says here in a report from um, Sean Hyken of the uh, Rose Garden Report, he says, um, Joe Cronin, the general manager of the Portland Trailblazers, now says, quote, in any deal, the goal is to come out with the best outcome. It could be more of a win-now player. It could be a young player and picks. It could be just picks. There's no set parameters on like what he's willing to trade for Dame. So he's kind of conflicting that report. But he did say, we're going to be patient. If it takes months, it takes months. Right. 
So he's willing. There's no rush. Yeah, he's like, you know what? Well, we're to a tanking at this point anyway. Why am I going to rush the trade for Dame? To just give it Dame. away. Dame ain't, Dame yep. ain't doing that yeah. for us. I, I think. I think they also understand in the Miami deal that Miami's basically trying to screw him, and they have to understand. Hey, all right, we need Dame Lillard to come out and be a bad guy if he wants to try and force this trade. But we are not going to just bow down while he sits in the background and comes out six months later being like, ah, oh, I'm a hero again. Yeah, and every NBA owner is like. A governor, excuse me, is like, yes, do it. Yeah. Play hardball. Play hardball because we can't, we got to draw a line no, and say in between. The, if you're technically, if you're the <laughs> Blazers general manager, you understand this is the, the reality is if I trade him for nothing, I lose my job. Yeah, because you're a terrible general manager. So <laughs> for me personally, <laughs> I don't care. Like, Dame, you can say whatever you want. My job's on the line. So I'm not going to give you up for nothing to make you happy unless the owner comes to me and says, here's a bunch of money. Here's a. 10-year guaranteed deal as a general manager, and then I'll trade you off for nothing, and we'll suck, and they'll fire me and pay me off. But until then, I, it's all it's going to do is get me fired. Mm-hmm. So I have to at least put up a fight. Really hardball, man. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think both of I don't know how long this standoff is going to last, because now that he says Miami is the only choice, they're the only trading partner well, that it, he's willing to even be traded to. And this, is, and this, too, this goes to where Portland playing hardball. Dame hasn't said anything. Dame has been completely quieted to the media, to the entire thing. His agent has told every other team reportedly, yeah. do not trade for him. That's him. So we yeah. know that's him. He understands the message from yeah. Dame. That's, that's, but, yeah. but for media purpose and for our fan base needs to understand what's happening, if the agent says it, Dame can come out later and go, I never said that. My agent was acting on his own. I'm a good guy. And the fans will believe him. That's I know, and Dame's playing games too, because there's also a video of Dame in like the at some party with some women, and he's singing like "I Ain't Going Nowhere," and it's like a, I don't know if it's a Mary J. Blige song lyric or something like it's a song lyric, and he's singing "I Ain't Going." So he's playing some games here himself, just as you mentioned. So I, I get, I, you know, that's what his agent is there for. Agent yep, play yep. hardball, and for Dame to kind of walk through the raindrops. I get it, but it is a bit annoying that. Basically, now Dame is kind of is holding him hostage, and either they can make a bad deal or <laughs> or they, no deal, no deal. Yeah, it's basically no deal or a bad deal, and, and it's guaranteed money in the NBA. So unless you want to go to court over it, he's getting paid. Oh, yep. he's getting no. That's that's actually yeah, that's the one thing we do know. Yep. He is getting paid. He's getting paid. Now who is going to pay him? Right, <laughs> that's what we nearly don't know. But he's going to get paid. Yeah, yeah, man, that's uh, that's turning ugly with Dame Lillard. So we'll see how that ends up working out. And yes, Spurs fans, there are still some Spurs fans keeping hope alive that the Spurs potentially are going to be in the Dame Lillard sweepstakes. Yeah, no, no, they are. I keep, hey, man, I keep I'm seeing aware. it. You see it too. Spurs, Spurs, don't you don't see it. Spurs Twitter's going crazy. Exactly, no they see it. Ramona Shelburne, blame her. But yeah, she Spurs, put it out there. Spurs Twitter people on there. They're shutting down Wimby so he doesn't get exposed. Come on, dude. They were gonna shut him down anyway. And I love all the the he used ball, all ball the reporters. Though. All the reporters go, hey, you know, we all booked our tickets home on Monday and Tuesday. Like, Already, all, all of us did before summer league started. Because we knew. booked our Everybody tickets on Monday because we knew Wimby ain't playing past the weekend. Yeah, right. He's gonna play one, maybe two. And yeah. He gave us two. And Thank God they like, gave us so two. All the reporters like, so if we all knew that. And they gave <laughs> us they gave us two, I think, because the first one, I think people were hating on him so much they were like, let's give let's give him Well, I think another. they didn't want to leave that as a taste in and his mouth. And they didn't want him until, to be confident. Yeah. So yeah, course. so give him another taste in his mouth that he gets to go in and confident. But yeah, it's hilarious to see Spurs Twitter still acting up. They're, yeah. they're just excited to talk trash again. Well, right? and they've never really been here before because I said there's a new celebrity aspect to Wimby that Tim quite Tim Duncan, his greatness didn't really have that trait. Yeah, he, at all. He, he didn't want to be a celebrity. I don't think Wimby wants it either, but he can't help it. This is day and age. You are a celebrity. Yep. Wimby, you like are the not. celebrity. Yeah, he is. Hey, we yeah. saw on uh, 2K24 his starting rating allegedly. What is it? a 93. Ooh, already come on! How, is that He's that a is? legend. What what uh, legend. What, what was what was um, the highest rookie rating? Do we know? I don't know, like, but what it's got. What was Zion and LeBron on that? Do I don't know? know, but it's got to be. It can't be ninety three. I got to go look at what Zion and LeBron. LeBron might have been. I like that, it. Uh, LeBron yes. was. LeBron might have been. And like, high. and someone who's played two K plenty in my life, the Spurs ratings are usually pretty low. Of course, they're the Spurs. The Lakers ratings are always really high. <laughs> They're the Spurs. But, yeah, that was, it was funny to see that. You're like, really? Dude, yeah. I, I saw that Brittany said she's got an announcement coming. I oh, didn't I look figured at, out what it is. What is the announcement? She's got a book. Dude, Brittany used Wimby to, to get, promote her new book. Ding, ding, ding. That's why Brittany. no charges will be filed. Brittany well, also because there's not the press charges over, but. 
Good for you, girl. So it was yes. a book? Because she was dancing like in a bikini. And I oh, saw yeah. it on my timeline. I'm like, why, Elon, why are you doing this to me? Bro. And I, he saw Brittany. He says, on, we heard you. Yeah, exactly. We heard you talking about it. Brittany was on my timeline. So I looked at She was literally dancing in a bikini in the house. It was like a two-minute, two-and-a-half-minute video. And a dog broke up. And she danced in front of oh, the dog yeah. for a while. It was when she was like a big announcement coming. And I never, obviously, I did not try to revisit the timeline to see what the big announcement was. <laughs> but I was mesmerized when she was just dancing. And not that she was hot. Bro, it was like, I was like, what is happening? That is what I've been trying to tell you. <laughs> that is what she's on. been doing on Instagram <laughs> for a while now. It is so wild. I was like, yes. I, was, I was like, what is this? I was like, what is it leading to? And she just, and the dog walked up and she danced the dog for a little bit and just kept dancing. And it wasn't very impressive dancing, but it's just, she's, she's free. She It was free. She, looked she was happy. definitely free. Wow. She should, like I said, just go to OnlyFans and then you can take all some stuff and make millions, girl. That is exactly Don't be dancing where for she's free. Been. She's going to write a book all about her experience with women yama. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I saw this. I was like, Brittany's got an announcement. So basically, either our publicist said, girl, you are trending. This is the time to drop, drop the book. The book. Yep. Or she she was ready to drop the book. And they were like, girl, you need some you need some buzz. You need something so you can she's, go viral. She's, been, she's well, messed she with like with 45 that. celebrities in the past week and no one's punched her yet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Come on, I'm someone's going. I know me. there's a lot of them out here no, right no, now for she basketball. Was, she was probably taking pictures with celebrities, and I'm like, nobody cares, Brittany. You with a celebrity, that's no big deal. No. All right, you got to get punched in the face, punch <laughs> your own self in the face with a celebrity with somewhere within the vicinity, and that will go viral. Oh, you no know doubt. what he did? Good for her. Coming up with a book. What's the name of the book? Do you know? It's called. Uh, it was something Brittany. Okay, I well, stopped watching after that that dance. <laughs> And I was like, I, uh, <laughs> I was the opposite. I watched the dance and did not try because to figure I told out you. What was I was on. like, Rod, this is what she does. You're right. On I, her, I did not know that on her Instagram. It was just too long. Yeah, it should have been like a thirty seconds. It was like, thank a, you. It was like a, it was like two minutes. She was just dancing. I was like, I was intrigued, but now I'm like concerned. I went from I went from intrigued to concerned. <laughs> like, are you, is she okay? Uh, <laughs> it is called it is called the woman in me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. The woman in me. Yeah. Wow. Somebody just said she's got fifty-five million followers. Brittany does. Yeah. No, she does. You're 55 right. Fifty-five million. Yeah. Followers. Well, because she's got all the girls who love her music, and then she's got all the guys who love looking at those pictures. Yeah. yeah. That's true. And, and the dance. That's a good. It's a good. And the dances. And the dances. Wow. That is fantastic. And okay. even Cardi B even made a song and said. I'm dancing in my house like I'm Britney Spears. <laughs> she even said it. She said it. Oh, man. All right. Yes. I asked enough about Britney Spears. We'll come back. We Never. Got the, we got the flex. <laughs> we'll talk about some uh, young athletes who have no idea who the hell Britney Spears is. And if they do, they do not know her in the same way we do. Just like Wimmy. Wimmy's like, I don't know that crazy lady. This Britney Spears. Hey, yeah. know she was at all. Who is she? Who is this who lady? Is she? All right. We'll come back. We'll discuss uh, the flex on the other side right here on Ball Don't Lie. Wonderful night hood. My friends, I've got a song I ain't got no melody. I'm gonna sing Welcome it back to, to my friends. Right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a top of the charts Tuesday. That's when my man Patrick takes jam. So we reached the top of the Billboard charts on this day in history, uh, and that's the purpose of a top of the charts Tuesday. One of my favorite musically themed days of the week. Uh, you can be a part of the show. Specs text line five one two three three seven three seven seven six. You also can hit us up via Twitter. Hard at Hardball Hard. You need Twitterverse. Uh, Patrick Davis, the Idillionaire. It's Patrick Davis, and I'm at Rod Davis in the Twitterverse. Uh, head on over to the Flex website, flxatx.com. Lots of district previews up there for you already. Uh, they're getting ready for football season, folks. So you got your district 26-6A preview up there, 25-6A preview, 12-6A preview. Um, so you can go check those out at flxatx.com. And they're on the uh, the cusp of getting ready to uh, announce their all-flex watch list. Yep. Yep, coming local. up soon. Yes, yeah, coming up soon. So uh, uh, keep an eye out for that at flxatx.com, flxatx on all of your social media platforms. All right, well, we come back. We'll get into Texas uh, Media Day headlines. Starts tomorrow. We'll get into some of the, the questions uh, that may be answered at Big 12 Media Days. Also, there's an all-Big 12 coaching staff released by uh, 247 Sports. We'll get into that, too, coming up a little bit later on in the 4 o'clock. And we also have to talk about the uh, the 
most important conference matchups in the Big 12. That's also another list. So we'll talk some Texas football, get you primed and ready for Big 12 Media Days, which Can't starts wait. up tomorrow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Little one, of those, uh, little one of those mile markers, if you will, yep. on your way to football season. And uh, everybody's really excited about it, and so are we. Coming back, we got that. And also, you want to be around for Harsh Knock Life, because Harsh, once again, hooking us up uh, in his contact list. He's uh, called, and I don't even know how you know this uh, gentleman. How Me and his dad grew up together, Boom, and, and, he's from the, and he's from the 250. And he's from the 250. Went to Colleen High School. That's what it is. Yeah, I'm an but, eagle, though, so I'm going to give him a little bit. I don't be messing with the Oh, yeah, rivals? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I gotcha. But oh, yeah. uh, he also played uh, with Wimby. Yes. On that, on that France team, the Metropolitans, 92 Metropolitans. So we're going to get a chance to know what it's like to it's be pretty, traveling it's pretty big with Wimby, too, because you're in that league, but every city you go to, there's something jumping off because he is the main attraction. Uh, yeah, and so, he's trying to get sleep. We know yeah, that. Yeah, he's trying, trying to, to party, get some rest. Party less and <laughs> yeah. sleep more, which is what we like about Wimby. All right, if we you're come from back. Colleen, you don't party less. <laughs> <laughs> the two five folks right. knows how to get it up and get it we, popping. That's right, for sure. All right, uh, so let's we'll talk about that. That's Harsh Knock Life. You don't want to miss Harsh Knock Life. And also, if you missed Harsh Knock Life yesterday, I would encourage you to go check it out on the podcast page. Harsh hooked it up once again, his contact list. He knows every damn body. Um, and he had on the Angels batting coach. Was it Marcus Timms? Yep, Marcus Timms. Uh, and he was fantastic. Gave Former us, major league player as well. Yeah, so um, and been a batting coach for what four or five different yeah, teams. For, yeah, Yankees um, being one of the ones that he's always been with because he came up in the Yankees organization, uh, batting coach for the Miami Marlins, and uh, now with the Anaheim Angels or man. Los Angeles Angels. Uh, yeah, and giving and he he never answered my question. Well, I guess technically we answered. I asked him a question that may have been too tough. <laughs> it, I thought hey, it was a good question. It wasn't fair. Dog. It, it was it not wasn't a fair. fair. Que- of course, it wasn't a fair question. <laughs> That's why I asked him a question. That's why he I said, knew it was hey, tough. Man, you, you, you just oh, going to go there, huh? I basically, the hypothetical was, and he's yeah. the batting coach for the Angels. My hypothetical was, <laughs> uh, your life is on the line, all right? And you get you have to have a hit to save your life. You get to choose the batter, Shohei or Mike Trout. And he did not want to answer that question. He did the not. Hypothetical. He was but like, I no. helped him out. You helped him out. I he said, did. Mike Trout is hurt. <laughs> so you're going to go with Shohei. <laughs> it was probably a little too tough. Now, in retrospect, probably a little too tough of a question for him. But and he still got to work there. And he still got to work there. I was trying to go viral. And he was like, he's like, I ain't answering that damn question. As soon as I answer it, it goes viral. Oh, Angel's Batting Coach exactly. tells local Austin radio show that he prefers Shohei over Mike Trout. Uh, controversy and he gets fired. Yeah, he's looking for a job again. <laughs> All yeah. because Robbie wants to ask a really tough question. No, no, he says he says he says Mike Trout, Shohei Otani leaving Angels. <laughs> and this is what, when you go back and you look at the background of the story. Why did Shohei leave? Well, because Marcus Timms said that he would have Mike Trout get a base hit if his life depended on it. Oh, this show ball don't lie in Austin, Texas. Some random show. What up? That, Mar- yeah. Marcus start blocking my phone. Like, go call me no more hearts. Oh, man. The domino effect of what could have happened if Harsh did not save his boy. Hey, that's why they love you, Harsh. That's right. That's why I got you back. back, man. Exactly. I could have went all kinds of wrong. All because I wanted to think I was asking a really Being tough slick. question. Yeah. Come on. All right. We'll come back. We'll get into uh, some Texas football discussion on the other side. Right here on Ball Don't Lie. What a the horn.